This podcast is sponsored by the Joyce Foundation, which invests in public policies to advance racial equity and economic mobility for the next generation in the Great Lakes region. This is Chad Livingood with Cranes Detroit Business, and we are back at the Mackinac Policy Conference talking about uh, Michigan's competitiveness. And this is a big topic uh, right now uh, in, in discussion uh, as it relates to the auto industry and other sectors uh, that are key to Michigan's economy. Uh, my guest in this segment is Sandy Pierce. She's a senior vice president at Huntington Bank and chair of Huntington's uh, Michigan division. Uh, Sandy, uh, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me, Chad. I appreciate being here with you. Um, I want to start off, just kind of catch people up on, on what is your role now at Huntington um, after Huntington uh, 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 absorbed uh, uh, TCF Bank uh, in, in a big merger uh, last year? Thanks for that question, Chad. So we're really excited because in June, it will be a year since we closed on the TCF acquisition. And we have welcomed around 5,000 TCF colleagues into the Huntington family. And I, and my role has, uh, I just have more to do. So now we're in more states. All of the regional presidents across all 12 of our states report to me, as well as does the private bank, the insurance agency, the auto business, the marine and RV business. So just more colleagues to work with. And I'm really happy about that. And obviously, I think you know this, Chad, we have, um, we're going to be moving into the downtown Detroit Tower on Woodward Avenue in at the end of the summer, beginning of um, September. And that will be our commercial headquarters. Our corporate headquarters is in Columbus, Ohio. That's yep. where the retail headquarters will remain, but our, our commercial headquarters will be in Detroit. Yeah, I mean, that, uh, that sign, that flag at the top of that building, uh, you can see it in pretty much every direction in downtown until Dan Gilbert builds a skyscraper you know, a little higher and then, then, it, then it'll be blocked at certain views. Uh, but um, um, so that building's come along pretty well. And um, in that commercial business, uh, the, 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 the traditional business lending, uh, a lot of that was that was 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 some, was part of the TCF deal, was it not? That they came into, into that's the right. That's right. TCF had a really strong uh, branch presence and a really strong small business presence across all of the states, most of the Midwest states, and and they actually took us into Colorado and the Twin Cities in Minneapolis, which we didn't have any presence in, and gave us more um, certainly a lot more exposure in Michigan and in Illinois. So it's it's really a good combination. We're really excited about it. And we're through the conversion. And still, you know, what we're anxious to do is get people to, together physically, because we, we know a lot of people still haven't met. Sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, uh, a month, last month, you and I were together uh, at, a, at an event. Uh, we participated in an event for the um, Detroit Economic Club uh, with the business leaders from Michigan and Jeff Donofrio, the CEO of BLM, uh, presented some slides at the beginning of, of the of the of the of the talk about where Michigan stands uh, on education as far as competitiveness, and uh, 
a couple of the pieces of data points there showed that um, Kentucky and Georgia have surpassed us in our educational attainment for, for college degrees among adults, and that Tennessee is now tied with us. Um, I wanted to get your thoughts about that. How, how did that strike you? Well, I was disappointed because even though the state of Michigan has made a lot of progress, right, since the Great Recession, we moved from, I don't know, I think it was 49th to 29th, and but we still are struggling to go faster than some other states, like the two that you just mentioned. So, Chad, you know this better than I do. It is all about talent and economic growth when you look at being a top 10 state. And we have to do better by our kids. The stats that Jeff gave that the Detroit Economic Club are sobering. And I, I think that what you're going to hear at this policy conference is that we do have to work collaboratively and do better around talent. We are 33rd in eighth grade math scores. We are 39th in fourth grade reading. We are number 41 in high school graduations. And there is over a 10% gap between the average high school graduation rate and those in poverty. So if that doesn't stun everyone that's listening, it should. And so it's it's gotta be K through 12 has to be a priority. It just has to be a priority for our state. And it's critical to the future and to the next generation. It absolutely is. This podcast is sponsored by the Joyce Foundation, which invests in public policies to advance racial equity and economic mobility for the next generation in the Great Lakes region. Um, everyone always says K-12 uh, needs to be a priority, um, and it does get a lot of attention, and every year there's more money put into, into, into K-12 education, at least um, in the past nine, ten years, uh, coming out of the Great Recession, but our outcomes are not improving, and I wonder if you think it's time for something something different or even more radical and what, what we already are doing. You know, what I've been doing, Chad, to that question is we've been, you know, BLM, Business Leaders from Michigan does its own survey. But at Huntington, we have many, many customers in the small business space and in the larger middle market and large corporate space. So what we've been doing over the last couple of months is asking what else do we need to do to get the workforce ready that you need, to attract the talent that you need. And if you think about K through 12, we have to absolutely have the business community partner with the schools to support student success. It's not just about policymakers. It is also about the business community so that we can get our children ready for positions of the future that our companies need. And we look at, we should look at examples that other states are doing. And, and I look at Ohio, which is where our company is headquartered. And one of the, one of our businesses that has operations in Ohio pointed to the tech cred program. I don't know if you're familiar with the tech cred program, tech no. cred. And what it does is it provides employers with a credit 
employers with a credit of up to $2,000 per credential for training in specific in-demand technical skills. So it's proven successful and it's only been in existence for, I think, less than two years. And so the, what the state is going to increase funding because the tech cred program has been so successful in Ohio. So again, it is a public-private partnership and it is bringing together, it's not just about policymakers or, or changing around the funding or increasing the funding. It's coming up with different ideas to get these kids ready for the jobs of the future. And you get some good, you've had some good feedback from some of your customers in Ohio about this. Yes. Ohio and Michigan. So I, what I was talking about is a Michigan customer oh. that has operations in Ohio that pointed to the tech cred program. And it's a small program, but it's getting an increased funding. It, it is, there just isn't one solution. There is a multiple solution and we all have to work towards it. Lansing has to work towards it. The business community has to work towards it and the school system, both the public and the private school system have to work towards it. I mean, you're inherently in the financial tech business. Um, and and I know this because I'm a Huntington customer and I use this app every day and, and don't hardly ever have to go online on, on a desktop anymore and just do all your banking on your phone. Someone has to program this thing. I assume there's lots of people that have to um, build that that e-platform technology. Um, are, is your business struggling to fill those types of jobs these days, uh, to, to fill the developer jobs, to that build the, the products that, that, the, that the modern banking consumer demands? I will tell you this, Chad, the labor at every level is the number one issue that we would point to and all of our customers would point to. It doesn't matter what industry you're in. Certainly, the technical jobs are in high demand, very high demand. The programmers are in high demand. But guess what? So are nurses. So are frontline workers in the in the um, police academy. So we're all struggling with how do we find labor that has the skill set and the willingness to get educated to actually do the jobs that we need today and in the future. And you're right. What you're seeing on your app, the digitization is important and it's going to continue. We're investing a lot in digitization. I'm saying that so fast that, um, but every everyone is, and it's becoming more critical to you as a customer of Huntington, which we appreciate your business for sure. And I appreciate all the feedback that you give me on the branches that you use. But I will tell you this, it's going to continue. And yet you're still going to want to go into a branch because you do at times when you need a branch. But you also want to be able to handle as much of your transaction banking as you can right on that mobile device. So yes, do we want those tech savvy students? You bet. But we also want tellers and we also want branch managers and we also want commercial lenders. So there are many, many jobs, but labor is, is, you know, the stat is there are more jobs available in this country 
than there are people unemployed. And who's not counted in the unemployment statistics are those that are simply not looking for a job. So there's many millennials that are not yet looking for a job or are out of the labor force and not yet looking to re-enter the labor force. Those numbers are not in the unemployment numbers. And so there's a lot of opportunity there's a lot of opportunity. We just have to all work together to help re-engage our people in the workforce. Yeah, I mean, labor force participation rate is, is a huge issue and you hear about it almost daily from, from business leaders because um, Michigan's rate is one of the lowest in the Great Lakes. Um, and I, I, I know we're below 50%, I don't know the number off the top of my head, but I'm pretty sure Minnesota is like 56% and they're far ahead of us. Um, are there some policy uh, ideas out there we need to maybe pursue to get people back uh, into, the, into the workforce? You know, there are policy ideas. And again, the, so I'm gonna give you a couple that again, have come from others, not Sandy Pierce. So when I ask that question that you just asked me, here's what I get back. Let's increase the after-tax portion of real wages through further tax rate reductions or enhance targeted credits. Let's enhance accessibility, affordability, and quality of childcare uh, because that's another significant investment needed as we look to increase labor participation. So those are two specific ideas from companies that are worried about this. Mm -hmm. And so, so I think that at Mackinac, we're going to hear more from the business leaders who are dealing with this issue. It's affecting all of us. Yep. And it's affecting Huntington Bank these days, it sounds like. Labor force participation has to be a key economic policy. Labor force participation rate. That has to be, for the state of Michigan, a key economic policy. Yeah. Um, Sandy, anything else you're uh, looking forward to at this, uh, this year's conference, other than being back in May? Uh, yeah, that's really going to be great. Uh, I, I would say that I want the conversation to be around the two areas that the top 10 states excel in. They excel in talent and they excel in economic growth. So my interest is let's share ideas, private public partnerships, let's share ideas on how we are going to do better by our kids, how we're gonna accelerate our economy, how we're going to invest in our people, how are we gonna get the fundamentals in this state right? That's what I want the conversation to be about. Sandy Pierce with Huntington Bank, thank you for joining us on the Cranes podcast. And thank you, Chad, for, uh, for all that you do for our great city at Cranes. Really appreciate you. This podcast is sponsored by the Joyce Foundation, which invests in public policies to advance racial equity and economic mobility for the next generation in the Great Lakes region.